This is DJ Dr. Chris. And it's your favorite nurse practitioner, Bree. Today I'm going to be talking about low back pain and MRIs. And I'm going to continue our discussion on stress therapy. And we have a special guest today, Crystal. Hey guys, thanks for having me. We're going to do a little interview with her today. And then afterwards, we're going to pop up in a bottle and see what comes out. I'm excited. Can't wait. All right, low back pain. Most common topic in physical therapy, most common patient we see. But we have a pet peeve as therapists. <laughs> we see this all the time, right? I'm sure you see a lot of this break. Patient bends over and lifts something heavy off the ground. Suddenly get crippling pain in the back. They're laid up for a day or two. They go to the ER and they see their, their doctor and they get painkillers, maybe they get an injection. They get images and lo and behold, they find they got bulging discs. All right, surgery is recommended. They go for surgery because they're a good patient. All right, and then they come out of surgery, the anesthesia wears off, and nothing's changed. And they're like, "Why did I just have surgery?" And the whole time, all it was is a muscle that's just gone into spasm. All right, we see this constantly. Um, there's a couple muscles in the back, the the paraspinals, and the QL in particular. The QL does extension, so lifting things off the ground. If you lift something that's too heavy for your QL to handle, it's going to fire up on you. That's why you need to see physical therapy first. I agree. Yeah. I think it depends on your doctor because some physicians will automatically just send you to physical therapy right yeah. away. But then there's some out there that are in it for the dollar and they would send you to surgery. I mean, but most people are probably going to look at the x-ray MRI depending upon what it says. Because if you get an MRI and it says there's like a disc bulge or if there's like a herniation, the first thing you think is to send them to neurosurgeon to make sure nothing else is going on because that could potentially cause some further damage and that could involve your lower extremities where you will get weakness and then that could cause falls. So they probably, some people are on the more caution side mm -hmm. instead of just being like, oh, it's okay, just go yeah. to physical therapy. So that could be where some education needs to be brought yeah. in. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. Like you, That's definitely a way to herniate a disc is bending over and picking something heavy up. Uh, but if you have, like you suddenly can't lift your foot or severe numbness and tingling and it's getting worse, okay, then you definitely need that consult. Then the, that's where you maybe you skip PT and go right for that consult. But if it's just local pain in the back, chances are it's more of a muscle. So I want to get this across that bulging discs are usually not that big of a deal. I got some numbers here. Uh, 20 year olds, 37% of 20 year olds, oh, sorry, yeah, 30% of 20 year olds have bulging discs that are asymptomatic. When you get to 80 years old, 84 people, 84% have bulging discs with no symptoms. So bulging discs, just I mean, there's different levels of severity. It's usually not that big of a deal. Yeah, I agree with that. But I don't know. I think most people are very just, like I said, cautious about certain things, and they want to make sure that they dot all their I's and cross all their T's. And then there's some people that just are more patients-wise are very conservative, or they just want to make sure that they're okay, especially the older generation usually if you're young you're not going to go to the doctor for low back pain you pretty much will take care of it at home because most young adults that i have experienced um 
they don't want to go to the doctor. They don't want to follow through. They don't want to do physical therapy because they don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you get older, you're more aware of what's going on in your body and how it feels. And some older people don't have a lot of time on the hand. So every little thing that happens, they want to go to the doctor yeah. and get checked out so they can make sure it doesn't anything happens further. Um, so I think that's what the big difference between yeah. the two with the age groups. And I think one of the problems, too, is imaging, right? So I, I think a lot of people just rely on imaging. And let's just sort of the nature of the beast in our healthcare model because everyone's so busy that they're like, let's take a picture, let's take a look at it, and boom, there it is, we can see it. Okay, so that's why I call this you are not your MRI. All right. Um, sometimes it correlates and sometimes it does not. I'm one of those people that rely on imaging because I'm like, I can't see you through your skin. <laughs> I was like, I need a picture. Okay, yeah. we'll get and see what happens. Well that's one of the that's one of the advantages we have as therapists is we we spend, you know, forty minutes or more with you at like two to three times a week. So we get to know the patient really well, mm-hmm. get our hands on there. So we just have that the time really to spend with people. Yeah. Which makes sense, which mm-hmm. is good. That's why I love physical therapy. I'm a physical therapist freak. I love them. I send them all the time because I'm like, more than likely, you just have some weakness going on in some part of your body. We just need to strengthen it, and then everything will be fine. And if it's not, then I send you the surgery. Yeah. It, well, it all always boils down. Massages <laughs> in there, too. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but it all boils down to strength in the end, right? Once you get the symptoms calmed down, say you do have a fired-up QL, well, you've exceeded the capacity of what that QL can handle. So when things calm down, that's where you strengthen the muscles of the back so you can tolerate those loads, and that doesn't happen again. That's the idea. Hmm. Which brings me to, I guess, my segment. You would think, you know, like with the low back pain and then firing up the QL, is causing stress to that area, which I want to continue to talk about it with your weekly dose of Brie. Um, we have a special guest today. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Her name is Crystal. Hi, guys. Um, so with stress in your back and muscle aches and spasms can come along with other things called trigger points. So I'll give you the definition of a trigger point. Is myofascial trigger points are also known just as trigger points are described as a hyper irritability spot in the skeletal muscle. So what that means is you have a tender spot. You may come in to see your physician, get an x-ray because you think, oh, something bad's going on. But then it shows a disc bulge or something. And then you're like, oh, crap, I need to have surgery. Not necessarily. It could be that your muscle is just in a spasm. There's a spot that will not let go. No matter what medicines you take, no matter heat, ibuprofen, just is holding on. We will usually either send you physical therapy or my next favorite thing, massage therapy. I come in. <laughs> yes. So, Crystal, please tell me what you would do. Well, first, tell me the definition of a massage therapist because I made a mistake and called her a masseuse. Oh, how dare you! <laughs> And I had to get corrected. So please define it for me. So the word masseuse isn't necessarily wrong, but it's just an old term that a lot of massage therapists find offensive. So like, you know, back in the day, you called flight attendants stewards or stewardesses. That's what masseuse is. But there's some people that put a negative connotation on it. And when people think masseuse, they think that masseuses are giving more than just a regular massage or a therapeutic massage. Can you tell me what that more may be? <laughs> well, more like for those 
out there who want more than regular massage, probably like, I don't know. I don't know how, like, happy ending. Happy ending. <laughs> don't say I'm it. trying to All say right. it nicely. But yeah. I'm laughing because apparently, I Googled this, in the United States, a happy ending is illegal. It is illegal. Yeah. But in Australia, it's totally legal. You can do a happy ending. So, just tidbit. If you go to Australia, you can save in the suits. I'm not doing it here. Don't do it in the United States. Yeah, you see those places all over. Even here. Yeah. There's one down the street. Oh, yeah. If you see anything that says Asian massage, it's yeah. not a legit massage like establishment. <laughs> if you see the glass window when you walk in, yeah. it's usually the telltale. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to interrupt. But, so let's go back to massage therapy and how, like, um... If someone came in with trigger points, what type of massage would you give them? Well, it's called trigger point therapy or like deep tissue massage. And what you do is you put static pressure on that trigger point to get it to finally release and let go. It's like your muscles, the muscle fibers around inside the muscle are just all knotted up. And there are certain pain patterns that your body holds. So with massage, you're manipulating the muscle, you're manipulating the fascia, and you're trying to help kind of basically smooth and calm everything down inside your muscles. Nice. It's like trigger point injection, basically. It's similar to, yeah. But um, I feel like for some people, there's, I've had patients that have passed out in my room because they're terrified of needles. Mm -hmm. Didn't even do the injection yet, but they saw the needle and freaked out. This could be an alternative Mm -hmm. way to relieve the pain. So you don't have to go through more, let's say, invasive measures. Um, so with massage therapy, if someone had trigger point injections, what would you recommend? Not injections, I have to correct myself. Trigger point areas, what would you recommend? Would they need to come see you once a week, twice a week, or once a month? It depends on the severity and how long they've been dealing with it. Because, again, muscle has memory. So if somebody is in, like, if they're super tight, have been in severe pain for quite some time, like at least two weeks or so, I would say they need to at least make three visits, like, once a week, three times, two, like, once a week for three weeks, <laughs> to really get those muscles to relax and to remember that they can relax. Because a lot of times you get a massage, and then as soon as you go out the door, your muscles are tight again. Because it's that memory, you're thinking about your stress again, you're back into, like, fight or flight mode, and, you know, all that kind of goes away. And speaking of fight or flight, so we talked about this last week, which... Touch on this if you want to, Chris. So I was telling patients, or I told somebody, that like, so I do trigger point injections. I also get massage therapy for my trigger points. I carry all my stress to my shoulders. So when I get them done, I feel like a train has hit me when it's over. Most people say they feel relaxed and everything's good. I feel like I need to take a nap because I feel sick sometimes afterwards. Do you believe that after you do a massage that certain toxins are released? I'm one of those therapists who don't necessarily believe that you're releasing toxins. Like I'm, I believe more so if it's when you're dizzy or you feel kind of beat up, a lot of times it's either that you had too much pressure done on your muscles and you're just feeling kind of worn out from that. And also too, laying face down or just laying down for a half hour to an hour, it's that um, hypopostural, if I'm saying it right, where it's like, just like getting up real fast after sitting down, like you get that dizzy, sometimes we call it like massage drunk kind of feeling, but it's more so you were just kind of stuck and laying down in one place for so long. But hydration is always important that, yeah, we remind you after a massage to drink water because it does dehydrate you a little bit. Um, but all in all throughout your whole life, you need to drink water always to help you, your muscles be hydrated, to not be so tight 
to help your joints and everything move more freely. So a lot of massage therapists would disagree with me, but I'm not one to really believe in the whole, you know, that it flushes out your toxins because your body already naturally has kidneys and your liver and your, all your, you know, your systems are already flowing and emptying stuff out. Which, I mean, every, like, even with physicians and different nurse practitioners, no one, everyone's not going to agree with me and, like, right. what I believe in. Because I'm not all push meds, push meds, push meds. I'm more of a holistic healer, and if you need a medication, I will give it to you, but I'm not even going to give you a lot. But, you know, some people do. I believe in the toxins therapy. <laughs> but, like, that's just my opinion. And I feel like everyone should do what they need to do right. to better themselves. I really don't care what you believe in. Just drink the water, right. get the massage, and if the therapy is working, then continue with that therapy. And if it's not, you can come see me for your injections. Yeah, so with the toxins things, I've always sort of struggled with that idea too. Because we know that toxins, well, so first of all, what is a toxin? I don't know. Drugs, alcohol, things like that, right? And it's, like, it's, not even, it's even the air that we breathe. Like right. We breathe in chemicals every single day. So all that stays into our body, and it kills our cells. Well, say drugs, for example. Right? Drugs kill. They get stored in fat. <laughs> I know. They get stored in fat and bone, right? Yeah. That's why people like math addicts like lose their teeth. And your brain. The meth gets stored in mm-hmm. the teeth, right? Or that's why someone who's overweight might have a worse hangover than their body is in good shape because the alcohol is still in the actual lipids. You know what? That might be what's happening to me. I've been tonight <laughs> and like my hangovers are just last so much longer. I think I have this just as you get older. Yeah, when I said you're just old. <laughs> <We don't laughs> <know that. laughs> I was hoping it would be the, the fat, but it's just me being old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. I think of how much water are you drinking throughout the day because alcohol and the hangovers are due to not enough water in your system. That's what everybody says, but I only drink water. If it's not wine, it's water. If it's not vodka, it's water. Like, literally, I drink water all day long. And then come, like, um, I drink at least a half a gallon a day. Yeah, I pee. I pee all the time. <laughs> but think of alcohol as a negative one. So for right. every glass, all you have is subtract the glass of water. Right. That's how I see it. So my issue is when, okay, so like if we're just doing dinner, of course I'm drinking water with my, my I was about to say water with my wine. But yeah, pretty much. It's like if we go for the lake Memorial Day weekend or the ocean if you're in southwest Florida, that is when I think most people get in trouble because they're not really thinking about water. Right. You're out on the ocean. The sun's hitting you as well, uh-huh. dehydrating you, and you're drinking all day. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you think you're drinking beer, so it's not that good for you. No. <laughs> so uh, with that in mind, are we ready to pop a bottle? I think we're ready to pop a bottle. That's what I came here for. <laughs> Crystal, tell us about your um, – you um, have a massage therapy – Practice. Practice, yes. So I work with you guys at Synergy Health in Naples, but also on the side, I have my own business called Revita Touch Massage, and I am a mobile massage therapist where I go to your home and massage you, So, which is a great thing to have because who wants to go drive in traffic after getting an awesome massage? You can just lay on your couch and take a nap afterwards. Um, how can someone get in touch with you? Um, either... By phone or email, if you want me to get that now, <laughs> uh, you can call me or text me at 239-839-9418 or email at revitatouchmassage at gmail.com. Um, I'm available on Tuesdays, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, and I do hours, hour and a half, and two-hour massages. 
Nice. Perfect. Yeah, we can post all the info in the show notes. And she's also, if you go to the about section on my website, you can find her there as well. You see her pretty face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we'll get that in a second. Now I'm ready to pop a bottle, and then I will tell you more about our fun stuff that we have going on right I'm now. Just about so we're going to pop a bottle of... Rosé. Rosé today. Yay! Rosé. Back on the rosé kick. Well, I bought this earlier before um, I knew that it, we are in the middle of a downpour, so the sound may be a little different if you hear a cute little baby in the background because we're at Chris's house and um, we're not able to record in our normal setting. But it's so fun. We're still having a great time. The rain is very smoothing. Otherwise, I probably would have stuck with what Chris had. So this rosé that I have today... It is from 2018. I bought this bottle because it's an organic rosé. It is made with organic grapes. And the bottle is 70% recycled glass. So I'm like, okay, if it's eco-friendly, I'm all for it. Trying to save their earth so my kids can live in it. Um, the brand is called, I'm probably about to botch this, so I'm really sorry. Would you say that's La... La... Arete? La Arete? Arete? It's L apostrophe A U R A T A E. Lorete. Lorete. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's, yes. It's, yes. I feel like it's a, like an Italian wine. Um, but I think it is going to taste very good. I'm going to actually pour. Would you like some, Chris? Uh, no, I'm going to drink my bread. Okay. Well, I'm going to pour Chris on some and then we'll let you know how it tastes. Okay, while you're pouring, I'm going to open. Tom Gore. It's a Cabernet. I'm a huge Cab fan. Out of Napa. I've never tried it before. Picked it up at Publix. Had a nice little blurb on here. Farming is my life's work and greatest joy. Sold. Okay. All right. Like I said, all about the environment. So now I have a question. I always kind of, I tease the doctor we work with about this a little bit. Isn't Rosé just a fancy name for white Zippendale? No. No. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> At one point in the process of white zin, they actually poured in juice. So that's like a wine cooler almost. This is actual just wine. Okay. Uh, so, let's see. The difference between reds and whites is uh, it's not stems. Um, the skin of the grape. Skin removed, you get white. Skin on, you get red. Right? It's not just white grapes, I believe. Don't call me on that. Anyways, but I think it's, it's a blend of some skin on. You're a, a, a sommelier. <laughs> no, as we learned from our wine quiz, a nowhere near sommelier level. <laughs> I want to be one, but it's way too much work. So how is it? It's good. It's very tasty. Okay. It's very nice crisp. smell. I can see myself drinking this. Okay, so because... Um, I didn't know the difference between rosé and white zen. I just knew that there was a difference. Um, Am I right about the juice? It's the juice and I think the type of grape. The type of grape. Um, it says white zen is a lot cheaper, which yes. we all know. Yeah, that's why I thought they just were trying to fancy it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to lie. I had some white zen when I was back in college, but let's be real. Now I will spend at least five extra more dollars to make sure because <laughs> this um, rosé is only $9.99 at Total Wine. So it's a very good price and it tastes really well and it hopefully doesn't give me a hangover later. Um, but water. <laughs> drink your water. Drink all my water. tension. So what are we going to open up 
today about since we've already popped our bottles? I don't know. What do you think about this pandemic? I'm over it. I don't think it's it. It's I'm not even it like, like so alive anymore. Corona's dead. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to think. Half the time I'm wearing a mask, half the time I'm not. I don't know what to think. I'm not wearing a mask unless I'm being told I have to wear a mask. That's the only time I wear it. I can't stand wearing a mask. They drive me crazy. Breathe. Can't breathe. Like, I last like 10 minutes in a mask. You need to breathe in oxygen. That's yeah. how I feel. Yeah. yeah, you're not supposed to wear a mask 24-7 all day long. Well, at least I know that massage therapy will be in business because everybody's breathing in their own viruses and <laughs> mess with the mask and it's going to create toxins to stay in their bodies and then... Crystal's going to pretend not to massage them out. <laughs> so, okay, so uh, this is what I wonder too, right? So what are we doing to our immune system? Like locking ourselves in, sanitizing it crazy. We're, We're not, getting it. That's what I think too, right? Yeah, I mean, just, you are. Just like any other system of the body, you have to apply stress to it for, for it to get stronger. Right. And I'm going to disclaimer. This is just our opinion. Our yes. opinion. This is our opinion. You should follow whatever your doctor says to follow. And if you're over a certain age, you should definitely just stay in the house. However... If you are not exposed, and this is what we even said about kids. This is what our parents did to us back in the day by making us go play with kids that had chicken pox so you can get the chicken pox. You should expose yourself to the environment and different viruses because that's how you build up your immune system. If you, It's like that little kid that's in a bubble, and then all of a sudden he gets exposed to the world one day. He pretty much dies because he was never exposed to any viruses, never exposed to any bacteria didn't have an immune system, and this is why he got sick. So, I mean, I see what they're doing. I understand what they're doing, and I think it was, like, amazing to flatten the curve. However, at some point, we have to go back out into the world. We have to restart. We cannot stay in our homes forever. Those, those that are able to, that are already yes. a strong immune well, like system. Like I right. said, listen to your <laughs> physician and just take a little advice from me. <laughs> Crystal, how do you say your last name? Van Denebiel. Okay, is that Dutch? Belgium, yeah, Dutch oh, Belgium. Okay, gotcha. You're better than me. I said, is that Russian? <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up. So I had a client named Van Antwerp, and he told me that Van means from, and there's a little town in Belgium Antwerp, called Antwerp. Yeah, yeah. So Aww. Van Denebiel, and there's a town called Abiel, and it's from the Abiel. So now we have to go visit. Yes! <laughs> That's that sounds cool. Yeah. Isn't that cool? It's like a little farm town. I don't think there's much there. But. So have you ever been to Belgium? I'm not, I haven't been on that side of the world yet. We were actually, this year, this summer, we were planning on, we were trying to plan to go to Ireland for the first time, but that got shot to hell. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on. Yeah. Um, all right, so speaking of travel, you have your own podcast. I do. Yeah. So when I'm not massaging here in Southwest Florida, my husband and I are Caribbean travel bloggers, and we have a podcast called um, the Caribbean Castaways Podcast. And what we do is we talk about our, you know, adventures and our experiences. And on top of that, we give you tips and tricks on how to travel throughout the Caribbean to see all the best things on your vacation. That's pretty cool. So you're targeting Caribbean. Like, yes. Do you think it'll expand out at some point? Probably not because that's our niche. That's yeah. what it's been for the past 10 years. So You've Caribbean been going to Caribbean for 10 years? He had. He's, my husband started it in 2009. Oh, cool. And then I came on board in 2016. Well, tell us some of the places that you've been. Yeah, some favorites. I was like, the Caribbean, I, did, I thought it was all just one big thing. So, it, tell me, explain. So, we do, we do mainly Caribbean. We're called Caribbean Castaways, but we also highlight the Bahamas and Florida because it's tropical. Um, that's mainly where we stay in that area south of Florida. We, do, we haven't been over on the other side of the world, like Polynesian or, you know, um, 
what's it called? Maldives or anything mm-hmm. like that. We haven't been over there yet. We don't really highlight those islands too much, although we would love to go. But our favorite Caribbean islands are St. John. We talk about moving there sometime one of these years. It's in the USVI, and most of it is National Park, and um, there's wild donkeys everywhere, and it's just That's awesome. Cool. And then it's great. The reason why we love that space so much is just because there's trails and beaches, but then you're so close to the British Virgin Islands that if you have a passport, you can just kind of island hop. Because mm-hmm. you, you probably just can fly to... St. John with just a driver's license, right? Well, you fly into St. Thomas. St. Oh. John doesn't have a flight. So you fly into St. Thomas, and then you take the ferry over to St. John. And if you want to do a day charter trip, you know, everybody wants to go to White Bay on Yoast, where all the beach bars are for the day, and then come back. And so on your podcast, you discuss these yes. different places? Yes. Like, okay. we had a recent one about Turks and Caicos, about exploring North and Middle Caicos. Um, let's see what my last one was. We talked about the dry tortugas here in the Keys. Oh, that's neat. I read about that. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It's a ship, isn't it? No, it's oh. a port. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so I didn't pay attention. But it's an lots. awesome place. And we love Key West and the Keys because the water down there is almost Caribbean. Like, so pretty. Yeah. If you live in Fort Myers where I live, our water is horrible. So <laughs> there you go. I know. It's we so go I know. We're so close to Caloosahatchee River. It's just like the saddest looking water. Just a, what is like a ferry ride away? Isn't there the way you can get to Key West without having to drive? Yeah, there's a Key West Express on Fort Myers Beach. I think they have it in Marco too. Yes. But yes, I think yes. they travel more out of Fort Myers Beach. Um, we're good friends with them, with Linda. And um, so we get free rides. But, <laughs> Go Linda. but it's a three and a half hour ride to Key West from Fort Myers Beach. And they have a bar and it's just a relaxing little ferry. It's fun. I think it twice. Is it a party it's a, it's ferry? It's like a party. Though? Well, if you make your own party. <laughs> yeah. So okay. it's a quiet ferry. Like my very first time I went, I'm like, this is not as like crazy as I thought it was, but it's whoever you go with and you guys yeah. start drinking. And so if I was loud, they wouldn't kick me off the boat. There's this, there's like in the middle of the boat, there's a bar. That's where mm-hmm. the, you know, people get loud. I even saw one guy throw up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's different levels. There's like definitely like family areas and go to the upper uh, deck. Oh, you know, nice. Yeah. That sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. food and everything. It's cool. It's fun. But if you don't want to drive six hours to Key West, definitely take the Key West Express. Oh yeah. This is what? Like two, 300 bucks, something like that usually? Yeah. Round trip. It's around $200, and they every year they always do a certain time of season. They do a special for $199, and then you can come back whenever you want. I don't recommend you do just a day trip because you spend more time on the boat yeah. than you do on the island. Yeah, three and a half hours. Yeah, at least do an overnight trip if you're yeah. going to do it. But it makes sense, you know, do that instead of driving. Driving. Yeah, you're going to spend the same money driving mm-hmm. and the same amount of time probably. Yeah. What's the drive? The drive is like five hours, yeah. not well, six. Yeah, from where we are, it's like five, six hours for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes that's fun too, because then you can kind of stop at little areas in the middle keys if you're into that too. Oh yeah. Uh, do you like US? Or are you kind of over it? I still like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely not over. There's so many things like if you get off of Duval Street, there's other little bars and other things to do than yeah. just a little Duval crawl. Yeah. Um, like I said, like you can go to uh, Fort Jefferson uh, at the Dry Tortugas. Um, that's what they have there. They yeah. have a. They have that museum about that creepy German doctor who like. Petrified his wife. I didn't hear that. Yes. I think it's oh, on the crazy. house. Was it the one where the it was a bed and breakfast now and now it's haunted? I've I never heard about know. that one. I heard about the doll. Robert the doll. Yes. I went to that one. I stayed oh, at the bed and breakfast where he lived. Really? Yeah. The doll. Okay, so somebody gave um, this. Was it the grandma? Who gave the doll there's, to the son? There's different folklores. Uh, the one that we 
we're told on a haunted tour was that a bohemian um, like servant in the house cursed the doll yes. and gave it to the child because the, um, the, the parents. parents were very mean to her. So she cursed the doll. The doll is demonic. It's still in the, um, what do you call it? The I thought museum. they put it in the museum. It's yeah. in the museum. But they had to put glass over him because he would move. Yeah. What? Because <laughs> they would try to throw, because the, the, the boy grew up and got married, and then the wife tried to throw the doll away, and then the doll came back or something? I didn't hear that one, but like the doll is the premises to the movie Chucky. Oh. Because when the kid was little, he would be up in the attic playing, and the parents would hear two distinct different voices of like one croaky, horrible voice, and then the kid, and then like things were breaking all around the house. And then the parents would yell at the kid or at Robert, and he named the doll right after him, yeah. which is really weird. He went by Eugene. And um, he's like, it wasn't me. He's like, Robert did it. And it's always Robert's fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, That's hilarious. hilarious. So, I haven't seen that in his album. It's a good find. I love Halloween. I love Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't had the guts to visit Robert because if you see him, if you take a picture of him, you have to ask his permission. If you don't ask his permission to take his picture... He will curse you and haunt you, and you'll just have bad luck until you apologize to him. So, like, I like Robert. If you look around where, <laughs> I'm he's, with that. where he's at in the museum, they have um, letters of people apologizing or being kind to him or thanking him, so he would stop like tormenting them. Wow! <laughs> I wouldn't do it, but I dare any of you to go do it. And go to keep <laughs> Terrifying looking though, hideous. <laughs> oh. So I think we're wrapping up for today. Thank you again for tuning in. Um, oh, we do have good news. We just started an Instagram page. So all the information that we discussed today about Crystal and her um, massage therapy practice and Castaway Crystal and the Caribbean Castaways will be on the Instagram. Um, and next week, we are going to have more fun and exciting topics. So we'll see you soon, or talk to you soon. And coming up is National Wine Day. So we'll have a Ooh. sneak drop of an episode. Real quick snippet. It's more going to be like our opening up, because I think we just want to pop bottles on Monday. <laughs> just an excuse. And see what happens. So we'll be back soon. Yeah. Thank you so much, Thanks Chris, for, for joining guys. us. fun. Cheers. We're cheers. cheers. This is DJ Dr. Chris. And your favorite nurse practitioner, Bree. This is Poppin' Bottles.